Groundhog Day again. And just like Bill Murray living his days over and over, it seems like we're all reliving the past these days. That's because Chinese companies have once again been caught making counterfeit products. But this time, it's gone a little too far. Knockoff handbags were just the start. Now it's hit our food supplies, like honey made of mostly corn syrup, plastic rice, walnuts made with rocks, that's my favorite, and even fake olive oil. The fakes are also coming to big tech. There's actually a fake Apple store with the E taken out. Between the CCP's latest antics, our Metaphysical Minute segment, the weekly Mandela effect, and the top 10 weirder news of the week, it's going to be an awesome show. Make sure to also ask us your questions, which we'll answer later on during the uh, live Q&A on Rise.TV. And with that, we'll see you out on the edge. Well, and hey, are you listening to the Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast or elsewhere? Please uh, leave us a five star rating and review to help us reach even more people if you could. And remember to follow, uh, like and subscribe on Rumble, Ganjing World, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Well, you guys, um, hope you're all doing well. I got a new studio set up here where I've got a front angle and a side angle. So I hope you guys like that um this is where i'm going to be doing most of my stuff now and uh yeah we've had a pretty pretty awesome week uh, and we're going to go into some pretty interesting stuff today ben unfortunately um he's not in his home state and his internet was so bad where we were that he was at the last minute not able to join us but he's going to be in the live chat most likely he's probably still troubleshooting a little bit right now but he sends his best wishes um, how you doing, Lindsay? Doing well. How are you? Good. Um, we've got something funny and interesting here that we wanted to take a look at. Check this out. Let me ask you a question first. Oh, yeah. Sure. Do you remember how to skip? How to skip what? Oh, skip. Yeah, like, I think so. Skip to Malu. Yes, I could do that. Really? You get me on the street and I will skip like a madman. Really? Because a yeah. lot of adults think that they remember how to skip and then this happens. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what are you doing? That looks like a like it looks like a shimmy to get to the bathroom. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> no, that was a dance. I forgot. Did you steal? Man. This guy's embarrassing himself. All right, we've got another contender. Oh, she can do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> up there a little bit. I can't scale. I walk. <laughs> All right. 
can't see this guy embarrass himself anymore. I'm getting secondhand, thirdhand embarrassment. Well, this is becoming a real thing. All sorts of people saw this kind of video, and now they're trying it, and a whole lot of adults can't skip anymore. I'm pretty sure I could. I'm going to try. All right, folks. You're about to see history in the making. Yep. Justin, wow, wow. I got it. I'm not that guy. All right. Vote on... One to ten. How good was Rob skipping? Um, I give that a three. And then I will <laughs> I will frame all of the funniest answers. Just kidding. Oh yeah. Seven out of ten. Not bad, Dom. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if I had more space, I could have been a little bit more gregarious with that skip, but unfortunately I couldn't. Eh. <laughs> Dom just likes you. We need some real answers in here. Hey, I oh, got a ten. A ten. I got a nope. Excellent. I expect nothing less from Roger, though. No way Rob has legs. I thought that was a myth we got. <laughs> I definitely have legs, guys. Somebody says they're 70 and they can skip. I'd say maybe a six, said Pat. Thanks, Pat. Now nah, she's the one telling you the truth. <laughs> Can't see the feet. Hard to rate. True. It is. It's hard to rate. You got I a like four. 7.8. Excellent. I never knew skipping would be such a thing on the Friday Night Live. So I guess now you're tested home. You try to skip and see if you look like that other guy or Rob. Um, I hope you look like that other guy because that was pretty entertaining for the first <laughs> like, you know, 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, Ben actually got a he found a man, a Bandela effect for us. And we're going to go over that right now. So why don't you play the intro anyway? I still have the Rob Della intro. Oh, well, then. courtesy of dom the worst transition we have right there wonderful uh okay so someone found a step-by-step episode where a character dresses up as sinbad as a genie which this is crazy because this is exactly the point here what Um, was the original mandela effect supposed to be so sinbad actually played in a movie called shazam when we were all kids or when we i was a kid i grew up in the 80s and um apparently this never happened and everyone is very confused because if you guys remember again just to review this uh, mandela effect we've gone over this other times on the on the show but you know basically uh sinbad uh was in a movie called shazam where he played a genie genie and then they did a cheap knockoff of this movie with Shaq called kazam where he played a genie Genie. And the only reason that that Shaq movie got made was because the Sinbad movie already got made. And that was the crappy version of it. And now apparently the Sinbad movie doesn't does exist. not exist. And everyone like he talks about it. He's even he's even gone on shows where he's talked about this never existing and he's confused about it. He's never done it. But OK, let's look at this step by step episode because it's pretty cool. <laughs> You, my lucky friends, as the first people to experience my bold new fashion statement. Is that Belkin? No. What do you think? Oh, that's Belky. Even I dream of Genie. And you look like Chrissy from Three's Company, but I never Roll the laugh track. I call this look Sinbad as I want to be. Wow. Wow. That's really. (laughs) That's about as good of a Mandela effect as I've seen since the beginning when you guys did your series. You're right. The remnant. 
that was a that was an excellent remnant. And also, that really was Chrissy from Three's Company, which is why they got the badumch. Yeah, which is why they got that excellent laugh track in there. That was so cool. Well, that was really good. That was an excellent remnant that we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, you're going to bring up the episode where we have Sinbad on there to show people where it is on Rise.TV? We have a whole Mandela Effect series. You did uh, yeah. something like six or nine episodes, I at think, least, if I you search Mandela. Ben probably brought up the Sinbad thing in this series every two minutes anyway. So <laughs> if you watch one of the episodes, it's going to be in there. And this is sure. on Rise.TV, where <clears throat> we have a trial for just 97 cents if you go to Rise.TV slash trial. Yes, thank you, Lindsay. So, um, what do you guys think about this um, this remnant we found uh, in Step by Step? Uh, definitely leave a comment and let us know what you think. And we're going to go on now to the Metaphysical Minute. Oh, hang on, I got to queue up the yeah. the intro. I'm slow tonight, guys. One sec. That's all right. All right, so this was sent to us by a subscriber named Winston. Uh, we edit it for length and clarity. Around 2007, I was living in Yakima, Washington. Did I pronounce that right? Yakima, Yakima probably. Yakima, Washington. Know. And I would uh, do solo hikes up in the Cascades. I don't remember the specific date, but I did a night hike on the Pacific Crest Trail. That's a trail going all the way down to California, um, heading way up into the mountains at at the time, I was doing ham, hammock camping because the weather was favorable. It was late summer, early fall. I'll note that I never go out into the woods unarmed, but I really felt like this night was going to be the same as any other hike. I busted out on a Friday night after work and went through this trail that I've been on probably 50 times and got up to the spot that I wanted to fly fish in the morning. So I hike through the night and I don't even use a headlamp because I kind of enjoy walking through the woods in the dark. I set up my camp in between these two lakes and there's a grove of trees in between them. I don't even start a fire or anything. I put up my hammock and stored my pack. That was probably nine or 10 at night. And I was planning on walking, waking up, excuse me, at five in the morning, if not earlier to start fly fishing. The middle of the night was when things changed. I have no idea what time this happened. Suddenly, my hammock that I was sleeping in was flipped totally upside down and dropped me out of it. Somehow, someway, my military training kicked in and I was armed. So when I hit the ground, I was wide awake and ready for retribution, but there was nothing there. There were no sounds, no trace of anything, but the moon was out. The next evening, I hunkered my butt up against the tree and covered myself in pine needles and I had my hand wrapped around my pistol. The next morning, I looked for tracks of anything that might might have been where I was, but there was nothing. I've never gone on a hike since. Wow, that scared him enough to stop hiking, and he was so good at hiking. Well, what would you do if you're sleeping in a hammock and something turns you upside no, down and knocks you out of it? I get it, but it's like that was enough. Like, that was the end of it. I mean, he's hiking at night. I mean, this is a pretty ballsy guy to begin with. Honestly. Yeah, a military guy. He's got his gun with him. He's experienced enough to be comfortable walking the woods at night. Yeah. And then this scared him enough. He hasn't hiked again. That's crazy. I wonder what it is. I really wonder what that was. I think, I mean, there's so many different things that it could have been. 
And I imagine this was just some sort of jest being played on him. Like something knew he was there and was just playing a trick on him. Cause otherwise there was nothing, there was no evidence of anything else. And there wasn't even an attack really. Right. Yeah. Just physical harm. Almost. It must've been a very uncomfortable sleep in those pine needles too. I guess so. Yeah. You know, you, you and John Vivanco have a show called metaphysical. And I think somebody asked you guys recently, if you'd heard of this, uh, what was it? Pinecrest trail. So maybe we need to see uh, if John can remote view something about the area, see if there's anything weird there. Yeah, and he's been on that trail a lot. He and I have talked about that trail, and he says there's he knows of things all around there. Things. Things. Like Ooh. Washington State is a very strange place. He lives, he and I both probably live in some two very bizarre places in the United States. Is that because the two of you are bizarre? Probably. <laughs> can speak for myself and say yes. We're going to get comments. Lindsay's bullying Rob. That's all right. I hope she bullies me. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into Groundhog Day now. Yeah, happy Um, Groundhog Day. What? Happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day to you. And the good news is that the Groundhog did not see his shadow, which means there'll be an earlier spring, according to the Groundhog gods out there who somehow dictate these things. (laughs) How do you, yeah, what kind of being gets assigned? I just want to know, like, sometimes I just want to know, like, uh, how did they come up with this? Where did this idea come from? Like, how did they formulate this hypothesis on on this being the way that spring and winter really work, the lengths thereof? I don't know, but it sparked a lot of memes for sure. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? It says, how do you pronounce this? Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney is probably Punxsutawney Phil when they abruptly wake him up at 6 a.m. to predict the entire country's weather for the next six weeks. What has he got on his head? Is that He's like a, a soldier. Oh, yeah. He's like a Vietnam vet there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one, too. You know, these guys are really, they really take pride in this, the dudes that do it, and they have the really, really cool facial hair. Like that dude. Oh, yeah. Just, he's rocking that mustache, and it hasn't been like this just for this year. Like, Years ago, I remember one of my friends went over there in like 2015 or 2016 and they were doing this and they had this like just crazy facial hair. I think it looks like a party. I want to go next year. I want to go. If you want to have a party, Lindsay, you can do us all a favor and actually watch Groundhog Day because you've never seen it before. Oh, I've been just called out in front of thousands of people, (laughs) guys. That's right. Wow. Yes, I've never seen Groundhog Day. Okay, so what is this? Is this the the link that you're on right now? Is this the one that's here? This is just a joke. Uh, The next one, though, is this one from the National Park Service. Yeah, what does that say? It says, I'm a rodent, not a meteorologist. It's Groundhog Day. Again, it's still cold. Hashtag Groundhog Day. And the National Park Service is known for their funny tweets. So they also said, you know, it's cold outside when you go outside and it's cold. Who is running this account? And we got (laughs) a groundhog. (laughs) that's pretty funny that is pretty funny yeah and there's a lot of quotes from groundhog day in that uh exchange which you wouldn't know about because you've never seen it i know some of the references like this one that was the first line of our intro one yes Yes. that's from groundhog day correct correct i'm getting quizzed okay what's this carl weathers carl weathers actually died Yes, I'm actually not sure what this one is. Carl Weathers is, uh, he's the guy who played 
Apollo Creed, isn't he? Here we go. Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. I got my hand back. He was in Rocky and the Mandalorian. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Predator. Toy Story, who was he in that? Got a great voice. Mm -hmm. A talented dude. I can't believe he died. That's right. This was during Happy Gilmore. I did not remember this part. It's going to hit him. Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. I got my hand back, see? Okay, that was a repeat. You're good. So we missed the funny striking him in the head. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, man, that was that's crazy. I think the thing that I know him most for is that I know this sounds crazy, but that meme where he does the handshake with Rocky, I think it was Rocky two or three, and they like handshake really unnaturally in front of the camera just to show off their biceps. Do you remember that gif? It's mm. a pretty good one. Oh, look who it is. Whoa. Hey, how'd you fix that, yeah. Ben? Yeah, is does it look okay? Yeah. It actually looks a lot better, dude. Hey, who's okay. doing that? That's great. Okay. <clears throat> what did you what did you do? Predator. You're you're thinking of the Predator handshake. Was that in the uh, Predator? Arnold Schwarzenegger comes over and they like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I thought it was no, I thought yeah, it was Rocky like, that does that. It's like going viral on online. Right. Yeah, he he um yeah, I, I kind of chose that, even though it's more of like a comedy thing. But but I was like, oh, man. But that's also going viral since he like died. Everyone's like, oh, it's kind of appropriate to show, you know. So, um, yeah, but it's it's sad that he just uh, it still yeah. hasn't been re revealed of how he died. But um, but yeah, everyone's been everyone's been talking about it on all social media platforms and everything. So. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, so far, well, Ben, we uh, <laughs> we successfully got through your Bendella effect, and <laughs> cool. um, people were pretty impressed with that one. That was crazy. Yeah, I was too. So now some people were saying it was from Sinbad the Seven Seas, but you, you know, not not Sinbad the genie, and they weren't re referencing Sinbad the actor. But the thing is, it's like Sinbad in the Seven Seas. There there wasn't a movie that came out in the nineties. So that the Sinbad genie movie would have came out right when they were talking about that, which what yeah. it seems to be what they're referencing. So it's like, why would he be referencing the Sinbad and the seven voyage movies that came out in the seventies or whatever, you know, it just yeah, doesn't seem. And then also he had the bracelets on as like the genie bracelets. Yes. And if you see the Sinbad uniform, he doesn't have the bracelets. So I think that was like kind of a dead giveaway of the of the genie aspect. So anyway, True. yeah, it was a really cool find. It, yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, so it looks like scientists are turning dead burns into drones to study flight strategies, <laughs> which is, you know, not a surprise just because, you know, birds aren't real and everything. We all know that. Right, which I thought this is so <laughs> ironic because everyone's like, oh, birds aren't real. And then all, all of a sudden it's like, here are zombie drone birds. Uh, I, I don't know. I think this should be illegal, but <laughs> that's me. Yeah, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little controversial, I'd say. I definitely agree with that too. 
Um, so they're, they're and, what are they doing? Cleaning the bird out and then putting drone like technology in them so that they're become like, is that what's going on? Yeah. So it's, they said it's just they like fly for a maximum of 20 minutes. So it's like mili military taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> Spying on you, no less. So, so that yeah. whole conspiracy that birds aren't real, it's just like now it's I, now it's yeah. Now there's some truth to that. Now, granted, it's not talking about every single bird. I mean, this conspiracy theory is like there's no birds that are real, you know. And that's it was total. The guy who created it, it just came out and was like, "No, I was joking with this," and people took it to a whole different level. But this brings it to a whole different level because now we can actually there's actually dead birds out there that are being right used to spy on citizens. So I still can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you said it's it's seem seamless and natural but it's like how natural can it be having a dead bird as like a there's nothing natural about that that's the opposite <sighs> of natural definitely definitely not that's like so, sick yeah really sick but you guys if you like our this whole weirder news aspect uh later on in the show we have our top 10 weirder news of the week in the show and which is our exclusive segment on rise.tv so pretty much everyone says it's kind of their favorite part when we really go into the weirder news aspect so and also we have our dig deep live q a that um whoever's in the chat can ask us questions and then we'll uh, answer those questions live um on rise tv as well so do we need to show a trailer yeah we're gonna do a trailer kind of overdue right for a trailer yep let's do it and we'll get back. ah youth a time of fun pranks and jokes a time of hopscotch ice cream floats soda pop and double dates at the drive-in it's a time for finding one's place in the world But in these troubled times, the innocence of youth has been capitalized on and manipulated for profit. This is a sugar and marketing manipulation PSA from Edge of Wonder. And it's one you've never heard before. Did you know that sugar was unhealthy? Yes. Did you know that companies like Coke and Pepsi fund health research? You aren't supposed to know that. Did you know that the history of sugar involves a deliberate agenda to hook children like a drug and use marketing media and subliminal messaging to purposely manipulate not just children, but even parents? There's a fine white powder lurking in your cupboard, and it isn't cocaine. Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the sickly sweet world of the sugar agenda that has infiltrated your home your children's minds, and even the world's governments. This expose will reveal the truth being kept from you. But more importantly, you'll learn what to look out for so the manipulation can't continue. Hey, Ben, tell us about that series. Yeah, so you guys can find that over on Rise.TV. This is all about the food agenda. Um, a lot of it had to do with advertising and how 
the whole advertising really since the 60s shifted over and specifically marketing to a lot of children. And I mean, man, when you look at some of these ads now, it's like, how in the world did they get away with this? Like, you know, mark marketing, like, you know, if you have your child's upset, like give them a Coke, you know, <laughs> things like that. But the sugar uh, industry too, and how it really has had a major impact on society. And, you know, there's all these studies that came out and then we really kind of broke down some of these studies and who was sponsoring even some of these studies. So, uh, which also turned out to be a lot of the, yeah, like for example, Coke. And, um, and then it kind of went along with our big oil industrial complex series that we did really breaking down uh, plastic. And so they kind of go hand in hand because currently Coke is the biggest consumer of oil, which manufactures the plastic bottles. So they're going to slow. They, I mean, they're saying they're going to switch over to something like corn, corn oil or something like that. But, you know, everyone's talking about pollution and all this climate change agenda and everything else. But no one is talking about the biggest pollution uh, or I should say like the the product that that causes the biggest pollution, which is plastic. It's the manufacturing aspect. Every, I mean, going through the manufacturing process all the way through what happens to a bottle, which mostly ends up in the ocean because only 11% of our plastic is actually being recycled. So we break all of that down. I thought it was so. nine. I think it's 9%. Maybe actually. nine, maybe nine. Yeah. So, yeah. We're all thinking we're so doing a ridiculously you know, small percentage. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like, is. what's the point of even recycling? Like they're just doing it to pat themselves on the back. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, what, like you, you make all these people across the country recycle and then 9% of those things actually make it through. What happens to the rest of them? They're just going to the same place. So I think like, honestly, at some point you have to start thinking like, did they set that up just to like create an, another agency or you know, or whatever to funnel money into there. I don't even know. Well, yeah. And a lot of it, which we're going to get into China right now, but a lot of it was being all shipped over to China. And then China's like, Hey, stop sending us your trash and recycle your own trash. <laughs> and we don't, we don't have the, the, the means to recycle that much plastic. And, and then even recycling causes a lot of pollution. So it's like plastic, every aspect of plastic causes massive damage to our environment because when it's yeah. recycled, they burn it. And then all of that just gets back into the atmosphere and no one's talking about that. You know, you can't use your gas stove, but you want to okay. hear something funny about it? So <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been doing a lot of research on the pyramids recently. And one of the things that I found really funny is that mainstream archaeologists say, well, we know for sure that there were no ancient civilizations 12,000, 15,000, 100,000 years ago because we haven't found any evidence of plastic and any advanced civilization would have created plastic. And the, the guys who are on like the, you know, more rational journalistic side of this are like, maybe they were just smart enough to decide not to make plastic because it's terrible <laughs> for everything they're advanced remember and we're not advanced yeah and and it's like they can't like the archaeologists and the mainstream scientists can't take that argument it's pretty funny well and i think that's a that's another part you know outside of like um you know i guess you could say like the the, the dark 
or the middle middle ages, you know, 1500s or whatever, but going yeah. back even further, um, I would imagine that a lot of things that they would create uh, would would be biodegradable or go, going back into the it earth and that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a big part of it, man. Yeah. I mean, think about it in like a million years they're going to like dig up something and find this like massive graveyard of plastic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it would still be around <laughs> though, honestly. I don't know either. In a million but years. I don't know. But anyway, we Hopefully. should get into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and all that, all that, th those, uh, that series was on Rise.TV. You guys, if you're listening mm -hmm. to our rant here, yep. But yeah, so Chinese authorities broke up a counterfeit AirPod operation. Yes, this just came out, which kind of led to this massive rabbit hole about Chinese products being fake. So more than a hundred thousand um, fake AirPods were seized. And most of this was being distributed within China, but you know a lot of this stuff starts going overseas. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, every, everyone's like, you, know, you start selling them on websites and eBay and everything else. So one of the ways that they were seeing to look out is, you know, of course, serial numbers. You know, and any of the official Apple product, you can look up a serial number on the Apple website, and it will tell you, like, you know it's legit or not i mean if it doesn't have a serial number then you know it's fake right away but right you know and the the danger is that these things are being well there's two aspects too of this you know um actually we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about it in when we talk about the apple store <laughs> why don't we get into right. the, the yeah the next one is chinese counterfeit products dominate the world's fake industry so we'll kind of cover we'll kind of cover this when we get to the next one. But um, yeah, I mean, we all kind of know that China is leading the the industry in fake products, and it's basically saying in this article that seventy five percent of the value of counterfeit and pirated goods seized by U.S. Customs and Border Protection just in twenty twenty one was from China and and from Hong Kong as well. So all these, you know, luxury brands are, are being produced in China. Um, and, and there's two ways that they're being produced. And that's what we'll, we'll kind of go into here in a minute. But, um, you know, and, and obviously this damages real brands. And, and so a lot of these are being made in, in like, you know, with slave labor factories that that are just not approved by anybody you know who knows what kind of like just chemicals are being involved what kind of what, what like what these products are made out of um there's all kinds of things coming out of china which i even kind of shocked me like jewelry for example well, well what it says here about about them being real fakes so that's yeah. the craziest part right like that is the craziest part yeah. So like the and this is the whole point with them finding these AirPods is the Chinese who who maintain control of these factories are essentially creating the product for the Western companies who have, you know, copyright and IP. They own the IP on these things. And then they're creating more of them and selling them for profit within China. And so even luxury brands and stuff 
are doing that. And the reason why they're doing that, obviously, is because when the Chinese Communist Party makes a deal, you can count on them being the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to exactly. they're going to do whatever they want and they're going right. to they're going to use whatever means that they want to do that. It's just mm -hmm. they're they're just that's the way they are. So, yes, exactly. And there's two there's two ways that these are being manufactured one in like sweat sweatshops like literally sweatshops you know and ever in um you know in secret areas the other one is through the stores themselves now now like you know when you take like louis vuitton or whatever you know their their bags are made in um in uh italy you know, I think Gucci is like Italy and France and things like that, you know, so they're not, those are not being made in China, but like coach switched over to all their manufacturing in China. I mean, of course, all Apple products are still being made in China, even though there's like some confusion on what's going on there. I think Apple's just trying to quietly, like not talk about it right now, but like from what we've heard, literally, um, like when we were working in the media, I mean, there was like CEOs that were telling us directly that didn't want to didn't want to be named as they were saying this, but you know it's like this is part of the agreement with China. You know, you have like Apple, Foxconn, who makes all the Apple products currently. Will get an order for like five hundred thousand iPhones, for example, but they'll make that order a million. Won't tell Apple. They'll deliver the five hundred thousand to Apple. The other five hundred thousand they made secretly those go on the black market then and they're yeah. legit iphones you, you can't it's the really exact same that. product yeah yes and same thing with these handbags same kind of thing and watches now like watches are a little different because like the more higher end brands of watches are all being made um switzerland yeah in switzerland and the components are way more complicated a lot of them are handmade you know, so the ones coming out of China are, I mean, once you, if you would look inside the watch, it would look very differently than, you know, from the right. real ones, but all of these products, um, you know, are, are coming out and it, it's just the, um, I mean, you know, what, no matter what you, what you think about, you know, buying like a $2,000 handbag or whatever, it, the, the concept is, is that, that they're doing this in stealing these brands and these products. And a lot of it's being, like I said, used with slave labor and there's not really any oversight. Um, you know, like for example, for example, this article goes into Alibaba, Alibaba, which is uh, Alibaba. Like the, yeah. Yeah. The Amazon of China reported over 1900 cases of counterfeits um, products to authorities um, but only so each of those 1900 cases were people like individual people. And only out of that 1900, 129 people were found guilty. I think it's funny here, too, that it says that affected parties, meaning the companies that have been affected by this, have previously complained that punishments for selling counterfeit goods in China are too light to deter offend to deter offenders. Mm -hmm. So in February 2017, Alibaba reported, like you were saying here, mm -hmm. that uh, 1,910 cases of suspected counterfeit to authorities, but only 129 people were found guilty. The reason why that these are very light is because it's the Chinese Communist Party themselves that are doing this. Yeah. yeah. Like even if, even really if they were really harsh, what they don't understand is even if they were really harsh um, 
punishments for offenders, the Chinese Communist Party would still get these out and sell them and 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 do this. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And I mean, like with the Louis Vuitton bags, like I I'm, I can tell right away, like usually what's fake and what's not. Like, for example, the the um, the, the patterns, you know, they, they should line up perfectly and the stitching should be perfect. And the, the, the strap yeah. should like be stiff. And, you know, if they're not lined up, then, you know, instantly it's fake. The, the leather is usually lower quality and it starts caving in and everything else. However, like some of these that they were finding are like perfect. Like you, if Real you put face. the two of them together, like yeah. you can't tell the difference between the two at all. Right. Because they're so, the exact same product. Yes. They're yeah. making extra. Yeah, exactly. But it's not just products that are being uh, just completely fake in China and we're going to get into food, but even stores, complete stores. So, for example, take this. Apple retail store in China that were selling Apple products, it's completely 100% fake. <laughs> and it looks exactly the same. The yeah. people are even wearing the blue t-shirts. Yes, they are. And, and it's just, um, but it's, isn't it called store S T O R and no E at the end? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I either they were, they spelled it wrong anyway. It was like on the, I, there's a photo that has it. Uh, somewhere in the article, Lindsay, if you want to scroll through, but there's like, it has like the Apple logo and it says Apple store and it, and there, oh, there, yeah, <laughs> <the store. laughs> in China, they don't speak English. So English just all looks like whatever it looks like Chinese does to us. Yeah. And they're, they're saying, enough. you know, like when you walk in an Apple store, like everything's pretty seamless from the desks, you know, you're and um, so, you know, obviously the wood seems lower quality. There was a staircase and the staircase is a little bit lower quality. But, you know, from your average person that's just walking in, um, they're probably not going to know much of a, dis a difference. And uh, so this article, there was a couple that was visiting China and they started taking photos because they noticed something was weird. And what they said that the employees who work there they don't think they realize they're working for a fake Apple store. <laughs> they, they really they think were, they're working for Apple. <laughs> yeah. 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 The only thing is they said all of their like, you know, badges, like all them Apple badges or Apple, Apple employees have these badges. They just had the Apple logo and it just said staff. It didn't have their name on it. So that was one thing that was kind of weird. And the, I, you know, so when you purchase a product in an Apple store, they have the iPad and they usually ring you up with that. And it was kind of weird the way it was doing it. So they just kind of noticed that. But, um, but Apple is now taking kind of initiative where you can go on their website and check to see, I mean, it's like, they have to do this now, you know, which is kind of crazy. I mean, this would, this could never happen in the U S I mean, if it did oh, no. right away, it would get busted. The people would get like, you know, huge fine thrown in jail all this stuff and you know they can't really do much in china so right um yeah and so you know like we were talking like i was mentioning earlier about the the ceo like they were saying like yeah you know what happens is that i mean th this is how this is why you know, some people are like, well, who cares? You know, if, if China hacks into a company and steals their stuff or whatever, you know, like, why does it really matter? But then you have something like Apple that, you know, for example, they just released their head virtual headset today. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, like a big, that's... big deal. Everyone's like freaking out about it. It's like $3,500 starting out with the vision and, pro you know, or the vision, the vision pro. Vision pro. Yeah. yeah. Now, like the Chinese probably already downloaded the blueprints for that like a year ago. And, you know, the, those could have been already on like the black market like six months ago, you know? So, um, that's one way of what, what happens to a lot of these products. Uh, aside from, you know, like when, when a company is developing a product, it, it's very extremely secretive because of competition. So if, if that's stolen, then, well, not just know, that, and not just that, it's also like the marketing push isn't going to be as strong if everything's getting revealed yeah. and they don't have control right. over that. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, even like a, a, like Samsung, for example, could be like, oh, okay. Even if they got a counterfeit one, they can at least see what it could potentially look like and start making their own through this too. Um, but then on top of that, it's like, oh, hey, you know, you want to work with us. You want to bring your store in China. You want to bring your business in China, but we want you to hire these guys, you know, as some kind of executives and whatnot. And then the whole thing is just like spying on everybody, spying on the, on the company, spying on everything that, that's going on. And eventually it, it will start cutting into sales. And I think that's the biggest um, issue, you know, because everyone's concerned about money. So a lot of that's going, you know, then really to the CCP. Um, so, yeah, it, it so it becomes like a, a major issue. And, and then it's like, you know, they're doing this with universities. They're doing this with government organizations, even like nonprofits, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah it 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 really goes through every single industry but um we need to show another trailer don't we Lindsay? yep okay and why don't we do that and then um we'll go into what the house speaker said recently and then the really scary fake products food oh yeah that's gonna be nuts <laughs> the planet is dying. Reduce, reuse, recycle. We're made to feel guilty for causing climate change. But what if this is a bigger agenda being financed by big oil itself? In Edge of Wonders explosive series, the Big Oil Industrial Complex. We ask, is it all a big scam? When it comes to oil, it does so much more than just provide our gas. Yet, people know very little about how much oil goes into creating one of the biggest potential health threats on the planet right now. Plastic. Bike to work. Watch your carbon footprint. Don't use plastic straws. Are the companies pointing fingers really the ones responsible for the destruction? Why are there plastics in our blood? And if everyone cares so much, then why is there not more pressure on these massive companies to make changes? Who's really behind it all? And why are they doing this? Is the focus on profits? making these industries turn a blind eye to what they are really doing to our bodies? 
Nowadays, plastic isn't everything, including all bubblegum. Get ready for an expose that will turn the oil industry on its head. You won't believe what we found. So yeah, guys, that's what we were talking about earlier about our plastic and the big oil industry. And there was a three-part series that also kind of goes the food um, agenda, big food agenda. So check it out on Rise TV if you haven't already. And you won't believe what we found. (laughs) We'll be fine. He's making fun of himself. (laughs) You won't believe what we found. Yeah, anyway. Well, um, Rob, do you want to tell us? Okay, so this is one positive thing. Um, House Speaker, and I completely forgot that Mike Johnson. Uh, yeah, this was him. awesome. This happened this week. So Speaker Johnson calls out the CCP's forced organ harvesting of Falun Gong practitioners and Tibetans. So the House Speaker, this guy's name is Mike Johnson. Um, on January 31st, he highlighted concerns about the Chinese Communist Party's forced organ harvesting of faith adherents, identifying the regime as among some of the most repressive in the world for its human rights abuses. Even that is an understatement. They're absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, the quote here was, Tibetan Buddhists and Falun Gong practitioners are placed in forced labor camps, and they have their organs harvested by the Chinese Communist Party. You can imagine what that would be like, guys. Seriously. Mr. Johnson said during a speech at the International Religious Freedom Summit in Washington, uh, he also highlighted Beijing's genocidal campaign of forced sterilization, forced detention, and re-education against Uyghurs in the northwestern Xinjiang region. Now, the Uyghurs are more, Mm -hmm. uh, they have a little bit of a, like a different race almost than the Chinese and they get persecuted terribly as well just for having their own culture and wanting to have their own belief system. Yeah. And a lot of them are really upset because their own countries, um, you know, a lot of them immigrated over to China, but whatnot, but a lot of them are really upset because their own countries have ignored their persecution against the Uyghurs because of the interest in China and the um, the the new uh, Belt Road system, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. That's going through Africa, but the the One Belt Road Initiative or something like that, you know, yeah. so Belt and Road Initiative. That's it. Yes, yeah, so a lot of these African countries have kind of remained quiet and even like said, "Oh yeah, no, China's like really working hard to uh, you know." Yeah um a, to change their uh persecutions and whatnot and it's like all these groups it's are like nonsense. no <laughs> like why would you ever believe anything a communist party says to you seriously yeah like how so how are people really, that naive so it's it's really sad and and again i mean like rob and i kind of talk about you know falun gong a lot but for those of you that are maybe don't know or just tuning in you know it's it's a spiritual practice that came out of china in the early 90s it's it's always been a free practice mostly like tai chi qigong kind of thing simple meditation based on the principles of truthfulness compassion tolerance and the chinese government was promoting it in china because people were like their health was getting better people were more optimistic about life in general families were staying together um 
they, it completely changed the health industry and the hospitals in China. And they were like, oh, this is a great practice. And then by 1999, they, they launched a massive persecution because they found 100 million people practicing it, which is about how many people they had in the Communist Party at the time. So freaking out, they're like, we have to stop this. And ever since 1999, there's been a massive persecution and now organ harvesting that, that's came out. So Yeah, and, and honestly, to put it to, into perspective, this is the Holocaust of our time. Like yeah. this is the mo absolute worst persecution of people on the planet. It's so bad when, <laughs> when more of the truth starts coming out, the entire world is going to be completely mortified over what China has been doing. So we just feel like we have to talk about it because what kind of human beings would we be if we didn't? I mean, seriously. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, the Chinese communist party's, insanity doesn't stop there i mean just recently um there's this express.co.uk article that came out where the it's a little bit confusing the the headline but it says china's terrifying warning to the west as it recognizes terror group as legitimate government so they're <laughs> literally recognizing the taliban <laughs> and accepting them as a legitimate government group which is Here you go. <laughs> the, the Chinese leader made the landmark move to receive the credentials of ambassadors of Afghanistan, amounting to the first official recognition of the interim Taliban government by a top tier nation. Now, this might not seem that crazy to you, but even though like we you guys are all really clear on, you know, what's going on with China, just because like we've been covering this for, for so long, not everyone is that mm -hmm. clear. A lot of people, like even pe like powerful people, are unclear about China, what it does, how it does things, and they even think like, oh, this is like the factory of the world. Like they, oh, they they build things really well, and oh, you know, they they believe the propaganda. Like, oh, they're you know they're doing all of this to like improve these things, so they're like drinking that Kool Aid. So when Xi Jinping makes a move like this, it not does it look super bizarre to them. But then it also for people that are still like foggy headed, it makes them think that the Taliban group probably is like more legit than they actually are. So it's yeah. double sided. It's like really weird, you know, it's super weird. Like, why? Why would they do this? You know, why would Xi Jinping say something like this? So. So yeah, listen to this. In a, in a statement at an event streamed on X, formerly Twitter, the Taliban's chief spokesperson, Zab Zabi Hula, great name. Majahid said the decision to welcome the group meant China has understood what the rest of the world has not. <laughs> See, makes, makes my point right there. Like, what are you talking about? China? China is the worst country or the CCP is like they they're controlling what is now the worst country in the world in terms of human rights abuses and all of that stuff. Like mm -hmm. the CCP <clears throat> is exponentially worse than the Taliban, you know, internally to their own people. You know, so true. Yes. Well, and speaking of the CCP, so, I mean, there's a lot more products coming out of China. Um, some of them are only really affecting like Chinese, uh, like China itself and maybe like South Korea. Um, like, for example, they're, they're, but K Korean customs announced that they've seized a roughly around 150,000 counterfeit items. Nine, roughly like 90,000 of them came from China. Um, 
and they were talking about like watches and everything else. But one of the, one of the major things is that was uh, jewelry and specifically earrings where they're supposed to be like sterling silver. And they found that were like made of lead, lead and, and cadmium and things like that. So, you know, again, if you're just kind of ordering things from Amazon, I would just make sure like, you know, you know what you're ordering and, you know, if you can, you know, if something is super cheap, you just got to be careful. But what were you going to say? I watched this. Um, well, I just, I was just going to say, like, I watched this crazy video a couple of weeks ago. I don't even think we talked about this on the show yet. Maybe we did. Where it was that they were making fake eggs in China. Like, yes. do you know how easy it is? Hold on. Do you know how easy it is to make an egg? Like, you literally just have a lot of chickens and they just do their thing. They like, yeah. they won't stop making eggs. Like, you can't get. You, you can't eat as many eggs as chickens can produce. So if you just grew the chickens, you'd have all the eggs you need. And instead, they're actually making fake eggs there. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So if you're wondering what would be inside of a fake ed egg, they said it was like guillotine, food coloring, water, and and like wax eggshell. And then you so you're like also making it somewhat flavor like an egg because how yeah. would you eat an egg like that and yeah, it be you know, these you know? aren't like this isn't like raw eggs it's not what you're thinking of like you know i'm going to open an egg and cook it on a stove because in china they have these eggs I that saw they that call, open like, i saw that really? i saw people cracking eggs open and they were fake wow. eggs that were liquid and they were and they were like what is this thing like Whoa. it was really weird Cause they have these eggs called a thousand year old eggs and, and they're not oh, really a thousand disgusting. years. Those but, are like, but, but, gelatin. yeah, but they're like, when you open it up, it, it they're kind of like semi cooked. It's hard to explain, but, um, but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, yeah, this is, this is one of it, but, um, yeah. And there, there's like different eggs from, uh, like ostriches and things like that too. But yeah, that's one of the main things. The other thing is, uh, well, rice. So they found like, like rice noodles that were basically, um, they were like rotten grain and things like that. And just poisonous chemicals being produced in them. Um, plastic rice. It's kind of crazy. So now there's weird. a whole, there's a myth be behind this. It's like, Oh no, plastic rice doesn't exist. It's all a myth, blah, 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 blah. You know? And so everyone's like, Oh, okay. I don't think that's real. However, I found a story of a woman in um in Qingdao province who got a 10 bag or about 20 I'm sorry 10 kilogram bag of rice and she kept like noticing it was like tasting really weird and basically what what she found was that there was plastic rice mixed in with the real rice so yeah and like there was a melamine milk scandal that happened uh, you know in, in the late 2000s and um the really weird one that I, I, i'm still like baffled by this aside from the egg one is fake walnuts made with yeah, cement stone walnuts like what are you talking about <laughs> i guess once you open it up you know because you, you don't know what you're buying if it's still on the shell and then when i guess when you open it it's like ah okay you know these are you can't these aren't real so I, I guess people aren't actually eating them, but that's still weird. And the scariest one is beef made with rats. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, dude. Ugh. 
I don't even want to show any photos of that. Now, again, most of this stuff is not not making it overseas because the U.S. has such. I mean, they're known for their very strict customs in this case, you know. But who knows? But I, I don't. But now, like the big thing, honey and um, olive oil and wine. Those are the three big ones that are having a major impact in our society currently. So, yeah, I mean, olive oil, most olive oil is fake from what I'm understanding. And so, but it smells exactly like real olive oil. So I'm wondering what they're doing. Like, what are they doing? How are they doing that? What oil are they using? Well, some of it really is olive oil. Um, So there's three, you know, three kinds of process. One is refined and filtered. The other one is, um, not refined and not filtered. And then the best one is just, uh, um, well, one of less refined, less filtered, you know? So there, a lot of it's being diluted with water. And this is another one that Lindsay's showing right now. What? Glowing pork. Look at this. This woman Wait. or this guy has a story that he, he, he went into his, he was eating some pork and then he went into his kitchen and saw it glowing. And it turned out it's this weird bacteria that is uh, dangerous to humans. Now, again, this isn't from the U.S. At least I don't think this one is. No, that pork is from like, yeah, that pork is from outer space, man. (laughs) Outer space pigs, man. Pigs in space. Yeah, that's it right there. So these these are like the fake eggs and things like that. You know, I mean, clearly that doesn't look like a real egg when you look at it. But but um. Yeah. So olive oil, um, let's, yes, because this is like this olive oil and the honey really can affect things. And yes, the main thing is they're being watered down. Some of the olives, you know, it will say it's from Italy and really they're being grown in China. Um, in a study at the UC Davis olive, olive oil center or olive center revealed that 70% of the major olive oil brands in the U.S. and local stores have been diluted, their have been diluting their oil with cheaper alternatives like soy, sunflower oil, canola oil, things like that. So you think you're buying pure olive oil, but there could be like other oils that are blended in with it, and that's the dangerous part. And this company was like going through different brands to check things, and I was kind of surprised what made it on the list of ones to avoid and ones that were okay. Um, like, do you have a list? Yeah, it's in our, it's, let's see. It's so uh, some of these, I, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce some of these. That's why I'm like, but, um, one of like a big one is, uh, is it Carapelli is a big one. That was now again, some of these companies may have changed the way they're processing and everything else. You know, it's it, 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 these bigger companies will list. They they want people to buy their olive oil. If it says Italy and it's not from Italy, they can't really do that. So how they avoid it is just it won't say really where these olives are from uh, or the oil is from. Uh, the really big fake ones will say it's from Italy and you think it's from Italy and it's not, but Safeway is on here as ones to avoid prima Donna. Um, one I was really, I was shocked about is whole foods, the whole foods brand of olive oil. It actually says that, to avoid. 
doesn't surprise me actually. Yeah, and um, Colavita. This is a really. It's one. It's like a huge Wait, brand. That's, like, I think. that's a really big brand. That one's okay. It's, no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> so, Wait, that one's me. not. Is These are the ones lit? that are not okay. But why are ones they, blue and some and some? Blue? Oh, I, I don't. I think it's because some of them they, oh, they had highlighted that you can select on and and actually oh. you know it, it took you to some of them. But it did go into ones that were okay. So these are the ones that are not quite okay. And there's some like there's some ways like people are like, well, how can you test it? Some people like you can put it in your refrigerator. If it turns cloudy, I think it's real. If it doesn't, it's not. But that's kind of it, it also depends on how the process of the oil is, if it's cold pressed or or not cold pressed, which is a bit, you know, so. Cold pressed olive oil, virgin olive oil, extra virgin olive oil is always the best from, you know, Italy mm. or from whatever country it's from. But um, sometimes they add perfumes to it. Sometimes they, they color it, you know, and, and this is all illegal because if they do this, they have to say it on the label that they're doing this. So, but the ones that can be trusted, believe it or not, um, is Kirkland organic one is okay. Uh, wow. Costco yeah. organic olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Lu Lucero, uh, was one that was okay. Mick, Mick, uh, Evoy ranch organic. That was, that rated very, very high actually. Um, and that's from California. I actually use the, the Costco brand. I like bathe in that stuff. I have like 10 of them in my cupboard. Well, Costco, well, you know, it's like they don't they don't have their own manufacturers. So what they do is they go to a big olive oil company already or whatever company it is. Yeah, and do a big deal, big deal. Yeah, do a big deal, and you know, and it's like, um, you know, so like different different products that they have, including like I know like a syrup and things like that. It's usually like a name brand thing. It's just they they kind of make it slightly a little bit different, but it's all usually in the same facilities and things like that. So, you know, so um like California Olive Ranch, um Biryani is okay. Um where's that list? Is it seen it's in that doc, Lindsay. So if you want to pull it uh, let's see pull it it's up. It's a different it's a different document. So we're looking for it. Trader Joe's California State scored very high. Actually, <laughs> really, and that's usually that's usually where I get my olive oil. Actually, I had that one, and I, I just ran out of it. I didn't even know that. So I, it's like for me, like olive oil is kind of like wine. Like, you know, it's it's it it's like I don't mind spending more money on olive oil because it, yeah. one, it's super healthy for you. Uh, I know what I'm getting. Uh, there's one that that I really like from Greece, actually that whole foods would carry. And it was a little more expensive. I hadn't seen it there in a while. It was and, and like, of course, anything that's like more of like a smaller company would probably be good too, or ones that you can actually look up and understand what's going on. You know, a big generic company, you have really no idea where their olives are coming from. So scroll down in this a little bit and it will show the ones that are, can be trusted. Those are the ones. Yeah, that's it right there that list yep so if you want to read some of those uh, yeah, I mean, I read some of them. yeah so it's Lucero, i just don't know i feel like i'm gonna put organic corto omaggio barani california olive ranch 
Lucini, Otavio, Cobram Estate, Olea Estates, and then Kirkland Organic. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, Kirkland is the, uh, that's a, so shocking. Yeah, that's all I cook with, so. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, and then last but not least, we have the honey aspect. And, you know, we're going we're a little over before we go into our Q&A. But, um, but I feel like it's important because, yeah, these are the two biggest fake products because they affect yeah. the entire world. Olive oil yeah. or wine. Wine is actually probably the biggest. Wine, olive oil, and um, and honey. But, uh, you know, honey, oh man, it, it, it can get kind of dicey. They found that over, 70%, over 76% of grocery store honey had no pollen in it. That means it's been so refined and so processed that you're basically That's not, not getting any nutrients for it at all. Um, the ones that were coming straight out of China were mostly being either diluted or just purely made of corn syrup, like high fructose corn syrup. They had a little flavor to it, uh, things like that. Um, or maybe like part of it's honey, or like I said, it's been so refined and processed and there's a lot of these to avoid. Um, you know, I, like honey and olive oil, these kinds of things, because they're so good for you. I don't mind spending more for, and like, I only buy local honey, wherever, in the, wherever I'm at, if I'm in like New York, Florida, California, whatever, you know, I like to buy one honey. That's like more from, um, farms that, that are locally in the area. Um, you can, they're a little more cloudy, you know, the more clear the honey, yeah. probably it's not so good. Actually with olive oil too, the way you can tell if it's real olive oil, I don't know if you guys know this is if you put it in the, the fridge and it turns cloudy, it means it's like it's pure or it's like real olive oil. If it doesn't turn cloudy, when you put it in the fridge, it means it's got a mix or it's like fake pretty much. Yeah. That's what I was. It's like, it's weird. I, I found like, it could be true, could not be true, but I think that's a good way of looking at it. And instead, all you need to do is put it in there for like a half hour to see. But um, yeah, you'll see. But um, but you know, the other the other major counterfeit honey is is the Australian honey because everyone kind of wants the Australian honey. So that's another one you kind of got to be a little bit more careful about. Careful. So yeah, you know the the bear honey, any like. I mean, this list of like basically any grocery store made honey, uh, I'd be a little bit weary of. Um, the Winnie the Pooh one, it also mentions that kind of be well, weary. If it's of. Winnie the Pooh honey, that means it's coming straight from Xi Jinping's farm. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. So I like to buy the honey that either has a honeycomb in it or, you know, it's more raw honey that you're getting all the nutrients. <laughs> yeah, this, this image always cracks me up because his his head is cocked a little bit, just like Winnie the Poohs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, there's another. <laughs> yeah, he hates that. Well, he deserves it now. So he does sure does so funny. <clears throat> so yeah. So anyway, um, we should go over to um, Rise, right? And do our Q&A. Definitely. We have our Q&A. And of course, we have our um, top 10 weirder news of the week. And this week, I I really enjoy um, 
putting these together this week. There's a lot of good stuff. Everything from from a Tesla car detects a ghost in a graveyard we have. That's pretty cool. Um, we have Elmo asks everybody on Twitter, how's everyone doing? And that was um, <laughs> answers are insane. Man, that was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. have a 90,000 year old human footprint found in Morocco and um, and a bunch of other stuff too. So come on over and a Star Wars action figure that sold for $25,000. Wow, so, that is nuts. Yeah. So guys, we're going to leave Rumble, Facebook, Anjing World, Twitter, everywhere else and head over or X, I keep saying Twitter, definitely X, but head over to rise.tv. So join us for just $12.99 a month and support what we do um or you can get uh you can get our trial version for rise.tv slash trial uh and of course when we do our deep dives and the q a you can ask us your questions in the live chat and of course as always your support lets us do these deep dives and bring you the truth that the sensors don't want you to hear so here's a trailer we're going to show and we'll show see everybody on rise yeah. tv and uh thanks for hanging out with us on your Friday. We love you guys. Yeah, sorry I wasn't there. Have you ever heard of a crematorium with 50 security guards? So th they, would, they would hang you up? As an American who grew up in a free society, their story was hard for me to take in. That was basically what they learned. They learned how to do this. They got promoted through the system. Substantial amount of blood was drawn. You can't wait uh, for somebody to come and get you for your uh, to stop the practice. By then, it's going to be too late. And that's exactly what happened. What's next? Uh, American people, so nice. Heart so good. They don't understand the truth. All the evidence is there. You can see it all on video. Every document is there. This is very different from the old days when we dealt with the Soviets because Soviet Union and the Americans, uh, United States were completely separated. Now, the enemies are with it. Attention, attention. Have you ever heard of the rivalry between Coke and Pepsi? What if we told you that cola wars were just a big scam? Ever heard about a certain U.S. president helping popularize Pepsi in the USSR? Or are the Soviet Union paid the Pepsi company in warships? Why are candy and cola makers like Nestle, Coke, and Pepsi sponsoring health studies? Why do internal emails at Coca-Cola look like they've tried to influence the World Health Organization? Have you ever wondered why the obesity epidemic is getting worse even though we know sugar is bad for us? Well, Edge of Wonder isn't a health show. No, it is not. Well. And we already know we should be healthier. But what we found about the marketing manipulation behind our food products 
That you were never supposed to know. Don't drink the Kool-Aid about the sugar industry, people, pun intended. Ben and I are about to shock you by how little choice you really have in what you eat. There's been a deliberate push for sugar on the world's citizens, and Rob and I are here to expose it. Today, we'll uncover the smoking gun sugar marketing that just may reveal how our behavior has been conditioned for generations. So join us as we dive into the truth about the big food agenda that's been building and building, and not just in your arteries. You won't believe what we found. 